Absolutely. All right, enough of football. Let's get back to the diamond where the focus should be on, the attention should be on, especially in Salt Lake City, where the Salt Lake Bees will get their season underway that starts tomorrow night in a series that starts with the Reno Aces, actually. And joining us here on the Full Court Press, it is so good to hear this man's voice, and it's going to be great to hear it tomorrow night. It is Steve Klauke joining us. Steve, how are you? Good, Ajay. How about you? We are great. Uh, Steve, just with the year off um, for these players, well, for a lot of them, they didn't get a chance to get called up to the to the show. What has it been like for those players as, as you've talked to them, like just having a year off of no games and such? Was it hard to get back into it for them? Oh, I'm sure you know it was. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to anybody yet because uh, technically I can't. Uh, where we can't do any face-to-face uh, conversations at this oh. point. But uh, I'm sure that was the case. Obviously, uh, some of them did get some big league time last year. Uh, others spent the entire summer in the alternate training site that each major league team had. But, uh, again, there were a lot of guys who, who couldn't play. Some of them were able to hook on to some independent league teams and at least get some action. And otherwise, it was just all, you know, they had to put together their own workouts uh, wherever they live and try to find some guys that, that – you know that are qualified to throw batting practice to, or 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 catch if you're you're a pitcher. So it's one of those situations where it was a, uh, you know, for a lot of these guys, it's it's a lost year in their career. Steve, with last year, uh, as you mentioned, it was a lost year for a lot of the minor league players, but it was also a year where major league teams struggled to send a player down to assignment if they needed to fine tune a few things if somebody got hurt uh, and uh, needed to, to be in the minor leagues as part of their rehab before they could get back to the show. Do you suspect that this year is going to be like busier than normal with transactions back and forth with the major leagues because of that last year? It wouldn't surprise me, although I guess in some ways maybe not because a lot of major league teams are carrying three, four, five players on what they're calling a taxi squad where they're staying at the training site and working out or maybe even traveling with the big league team just you know, working out, taking batting practice or whatever, but not uh, obviously appearing in any game. So it's going to be a, a little bit different from that standpoint. But I would, I would expect. I mean, we were given an opening day roster, uh, I think, on Monday, and we've already lost three or four players because of injuries up at the big league level. So it's, uh, you know, I, I guess it's really not going to change as much as I thought it might. I thought it, we, we would have less, but I think we're going to have just as many. Introduce us to the Bees roster. I look at a few names. Joe Adele's one that's familiar to me. Uh, Taylor Ward, uh, AJ Ramos, uh, Jimmy Ramos. Uh, who are some of the other guys that, that stood out or that you're excited to see that maybe could have a standout year? Well, obviously, you know Adele. He spent all of last year in the, in the big leagues. He's the number one prospect rated by just about every publication, as far as the Angels are concerned. But he struggled 38 games, 161 batting average, struggled defensively, and that's why you know, at the very early on, Joe Madden, the Angels manager, wanted him uh, to be at the AAA level to, to, to fine-tune his game because everybody thinks he's the real deal. It's just a matter of uh, him putting it all together, and he's got to clean some things up. So I think uh, it, it's, it's, I don't know how long he'll be here, but I think it's uh, going to be good for him to play on an everyday basis at this level. Um, other guys that jump out at me, uh, Jaime Barrio, who spent uh, quite a bit of time in the big leagues the last couple of years, he needs to, to work on a few things. So he is back uh, in, in a Salt Lake uniform. Uh, Matt Theis, first baseman, and uh, third baseman is also getting a chance to uh, uh, fine-tune his game here because he struggled offensively at the big league level. you got Brennan Lund, the kid from Bingham High School, who's uh, uh, going to be a factor. Felix Pena, I think, is going to start the year here on an injury rehab assignment from the Angels. Uh, you've got uh, Noe Ramirez could be here 
You mentioned A.J. Ramos. Here's a guy that uh, you know was the uh, a National League All-Star and in the All-Star game in 2016, well, recording 40 saves for the Marlins. So uh, it's going to be a good mix. Luis Renjipo is uh, likely to start the season with us. It's going to be a good mix of uh, young players and guys who have big league time that I think that uh, are going to make it very interesting to watch this team play this year. Steve, I think we talked to you about this a year ago about um, the minor league system uh, kind of being uh, uh, in danger of uh, its future was in doubt. Uh, Major League Baseball had some concerns financially and a lot of other reasons that we don't need to really get into at this point. But uh, for the AAA level, it's here. Uh, It looks like it's going to be here for a little while still. But there always seems to be talk about tweaks or, or changes to how the game is played. And the minor leagues can be the test kitchen for the major leagues. But are there are there very many changes in, in AAA with how the game will be played that maybe we should be aware of? I think the biggest one, and really the only one at the AAA level, is going to be uh, larger bases. They're going to be 18 inches across. Uh, uh, they think it, it will be safer for the players along those lines, both offensively and defensively, especially for the second baseman and shortstop trying to turn the double play. Uh, out at second base. That's really the only change you're going to see uh, at the AAA level as far as on the field. Off the field, it's a whole new ball game. I mean, 42 teams were eliminated from the minor leagues. Uh, and the AAA, there's no Pacific Coast League. There's no International League. Uh, we're now known as AAA West. The other league is AAA East. We only have 10 teams as opposed to 16 teams that we used to have. And the AAA East now has a uh, 20 games, and I think the generic names are such because I think eventually Major League Baseball would like to add corporate sponsorship so we could possibly have uh, the, the bees could be in the Toyota AAA West League or something along those lines, which is, uh, you know, great. They're going to make baseball sound like a golf tournament. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. Um, one of the other things, too, I just wanted to get your perspective on this with the Pioneer League. They announced that uh, they are going to have a unique way of deciding who wins if a game is tied at the end of nine. Uh, do you like this idea of a home run derby to decide the champion or, or, or not champion, but the winner of the game? Or are you more of a traditionalist? You let them keep playing. Uh, it, it's totally ridiculous. I knew it. I knew it. Let me, let me clarify something though. I thought the same thing when the hockey went to the shootout, but at least the losing team in hockey still gets credit for something they get a point obviously in baseball there is no point system and to decide it uh, that way is is totally totally ridiculous i mean it's taken me a while and i'm slowly very slowly leaning towards liking the uh the the tiebreaker rule of starting an inning uh the extra innings with a runner at second base and nobody out i'm slowly starting to like that but this this idea is completely ridiculous and then to find out oh but when we make the playoffs we're just going to use the old rules instead (laughs) <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that. Hey, uh, but it is, but it is independent baseball, and they have to do what they have to do because they have a you know limited funds. I mean, it's not like the old days. The Ogden Raptors affiliated with the Dodgers, and the Dodgers supplied the players, and they paid the players. Well, in the Pioneer League now, they have to find their own players, and uh, they have to pay the players. So it's going to be a tough financial road, I think. Uh, maybe not so much in Ogden because they have a great fan base, but some of these other teams in the Pioneer League, it could be a real struggle. Mike Trout is once again doing Mike Trout things. He, uh, he turned in arguably maybe the greatest month of his career in April. Uh, Hitting-wise, it was phenomenal. 
The problem is, is that the team around it isn't built for championship winning formula. Does this ever at all affect Mike Trout's legacy that he may never participate in a playoff game despite being as good as he is? Well, I don't think it hurt Ernie Banks and, and Ron Santo and some of those uh, Cup players that are in the Hall of Fame. So I don't think it'll it'll hurt Mike Trout. I mean, yeah, he'd love to be in the postseason. He's working hard to get it. But, you know, the last few years, uh, it's, it's been hard to have his teammates stay on the field. I mean, they've played well when they've had everybody, but Anthony Rendon got hurt again. Justin Upton uh, is hurt. You know, Dexter Fowler, who was a big offseason signing to play right field while Joe Adele was fine-tuning his game with Salt Lake, uh, he got hurt, and he's out for the rest of the year. It's, it's, been, a, it's been tough to keep that team uh, healthy right now. And I think, uh, you know, and obviously they didn't go out and get the big-name free agent signing that they were hoping to get as far as pitching is concerned. And it's a whole new bullpen this year for the Angels. And, you know, they've had their ups and downs so far. But I, I, I think in the long run, it shouldn't hurt uh, Trout's legacy at all. It's not like, uh, you know, obviously like basketball where one player can make the difference or in football where uh, a high-class quarterback can make a difference. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, a team game that everybody has to contribute to right now. He's doing everything that he can, but he needs some help. And uh, most of that help is on the injured list. So with that, how often do you think we'll see a lot of these bees guys being called up to the show, or at least to Anaheim, due to the injury list that is continuing to grow? Well, like I say, we've already uh, lost some guys who were supposed to be with us to start the year. So it's uh, it you know it's going to be a revolving door until that uh, it, you know takes place with uh, you know, those guys finally getting healthy. And as I mentioned, Fowler won't be back at all. So. Uh, you know, because like I say, Justin Upton was struggling at times, but he had a huge spring and was starting to show signs of his the spring training. Justin Upton, and so it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, when these when these guys get healthy, if the pitching can hold up uh, and and maybe put together uh, a winning streak to to get into the playoffs. Because right now, obviously, looking at the standings, the American League West is wide open. Steve Clocky, the voice of the Salt Lake Bees, uh, joining us here on The Fan. And Steve, with uh, COVID protocols, how does that affect you and your ability to call the game? Will you travel with the team? Do you, will you be able to call the games from the, uh, from, from the arena? What does it look like for you? Well, uh, first of all, again, uh, no, no contact uh, with the players uh, uh, face-to-face. Uh, I won't be able to fly with the team when that takes place. I have to take uh, separate flights, which that's a Major League Baseball rule that doesn't make any sense. You'd, you'd rather have them on a plane flying with a bunch of strangers instead of somebody that you know that's fully vaccinated and uh, healthy and all that. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Uh, as of right now, it's a, a question mark as far as that uh, first road trip in Vegas. If, uh, if, uh, if they finally decide uh, uh, right now they're leaning towards not letting me go for financial reasons. So if that's the case, then I'll be in my booth here in Salt Lake uh, calling it off a, a monitor, or actually my computer laptop with, with no sound. So it'll sound like I'm uh, you know, a little bit in a closet situation. But, you know, you have to do what you have to do. We'll send Ajay down there, and he can get some, like, no. pom-poms and no. like a glove. He'll, like, smack the glove smack every the now glove. and then. <laughs> Simulated yeah, but I don't sounds. think he can smack it hard enough to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> you set that up, you jerk. Oh, uh, Steve, uh, I, with everything that's gone on in, in the major league, I mean, there's been some great series so far. Padres, Dodgers, uh, Yankees, Astros have gotten away. Last night was really a doozy. Um, do you feel like baseball has been re-energized 
by some of these new teams, I guess the, the new rivalry of Padres-Dodgers getting amped up a little bit and uh, maybe Yankees and Astros because they're starting to get underway. Is baseball getting its energy back? I think it is, and you know, now we just need the networks to catch up and stop showing us Red Sox Yankees every time they play, <laughs> and, and, all, and, all, and Phillies Braves and all that kind of stuff. Show some of the new young talent, like a Fernando Tatis Jr. with San Diego, and some of the stars they have in Toronto. But that's not going to happen with Toronto because you know you don't the, the networks don't get any rating points for people watching in Canada. So uh, I, I really think that that's uh, something that. You know, I think that it's rejuvenated. Some of the numbers have shown. Uh, I mean, the hits online have been phenomenal so far for Major League Baseball. And, uh, you're right. I mean, with, you know, we've had great series. I mean, today we saw, uh, we'll watch the last five innings. John Means of the Baltimore Orioles, no hit the Seattle Mariners. The only base runner he allowed was on, of all things, a drop third strike, and he was immediately uh, erased trying to steal second base on the very next pitch. So a lot of storylines in baseball right now, a, a lot of. New teams are starting to show uh, that all these draft choices are finally starting to develop, and I think it's going to be a really fun 2021 season. Okay, so you brought up John Means. So this came mm-hmm. across this on ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, he didn't allow a hit, a walk, or hit by pitch. Mm-hmm. His team committed zero errors. Right. This is the first time ever that a pitcher has thrown a non-perfect no-hitter with no walks, Hit by pitches or errors. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to fathom. And there are some people in the back of their minds who still think it's a perfect game. Well, obviously it's not because the uh, the base runner did reach on, on the drop third strike. So, uh, I mean, it's it's one of those uh, little in- idiosyncrasies as far as baseball and scoring and all that, just like the, the Madison Bumgarner seven-inning no-hitter that's not a no-hitter because it only went seven innings. So, you know, just little things like that that makes it so much fun. I mean, I'm not sure if Ajay was working this game, but I mean, we had a game here, I think it was, I forgot what year it was, I think 2013 or something like that, where Salt Lake won the game in the bottom of the 13th inning on a detached equipment call because there was a runner at third, pitch in the dirt, and the catcher started to gather the ball in with his mask, which is illegal. It's uh, you know, an equipment error, and that allows the base runner to move up the base. Well, he was at third. He was the tie-breaking run. Salt Lake wins on a detached equipment call. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That is nuts. <laughs> with pitching, and I mean, this was as close to a perfect game as we've had in a long time, is, are we, just it has me wondering, are we going to see a Many, very many perfect games anymore. We see the opening pitcher. We see, man, if anybody goes more than five innings anymore, that's like a, a landmark outing for a pitcher. Is the perfect game, is that something that we're just not really going to see very much anymore, period? Unless he, unless the starting pitcher really keeps his pitch count down, no, I, I don't think so. I think Means ended up with close to 110 pitches, which was a, a career high, but you know, obviously there's probably some pressure that to, to leave him in there in a situation like that. But uh, you're right. I think there, we're, we're going to, we'll probably see some combined no hitters, but I don't think we're going to see, you know, perfect games and what have you with the, you know, the rarity this day and age of anybody going nine innings. Hey, are you going to do your dine and drive-in stuff this year or no? As a matter of fact, Ajay, I'll let you know that uh, a couple of weekends ago, wife and I drove up uh, that way. And uh, we went to Tandoori Oven, which was my 200th Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives restaurant. Wow. Number 200 up here in Cache Valley. That's why a good did, place. Why did you go to Tandoori Oven out of all the places? It's a good well, spot. Well, uh, there's only, there was only three in, there's five in Logan that have been on the show, and I'd already been to two. 
So I had to choose between tandoori oven, a Peruvian place, and an Ecuadorian place. And so we decided <laughs> to try tandoori oven. What were the other two you've been to here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Mamos, the, uh, oh. the, uh, the Cajun, like Cajun uh, place, which yeah. is excellent. Uh, the, the owner's from Baton Rouge and all that, and so he knows how to cook New Orleans food. And then uh, what's the, the breakfast place in the canyon? I can't remember Herms. the name of it all. Uh, Herms hmm? Inn? Herms, yes. Huh. How, did you like Herms? Yes, yes. I had a great uh, build-your-own-omelet for breakfast. Uh, this was uh, right at the start of uh, my uh, furlough. Hey, and then I wanted to ask you, that Eric and I were talking maybe last week about the, the cost for an expansion team is about $2.2 billion. So I'm yes. gonna I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot. I don't know if you're allowed to answer or not. But if there's one franchise team that you could take out and then put an expansion team in one city, who would that be? Who'd be the team you take out, and who'd be the or where would the expansion city team be? Well, very quickly because they can't uh, seem to to get a, a ballpark thing going, and, and nobody wants to make the trip across the causeway from Tampa to St. Pete. You know, relocate the Tampa Bay Rays. It's just a, a, a disaster mm. uh, of an organization. The people don't come out to the ballpark unless they make the playoffs, and you know they've made a couple of World Series and what have you, but they're just not. Uh, it, it just doesn't work because people in Tampa don't want to make the trip over to St. Pete. Oh, that's too bad. And where would you see as a uh, as a potential for a new city for a, a Major League Baseball franchise? Well, there's three that come to mind. One has already had Major League Baseball, but there seems to be a big push to get Montreal back in the Major Leagues. Uh, otherwise, I'm looking at uh, either Nashville or Portland. Uh, Russell Wilson's a part of a group that's trying to bring uh, Major League Baseball to Portland, and I think there's some... Uh, heavy hitters in the country music world that are trying to bring Major League Baseball to Nashville. Steve, you're one of the very best. Can't thank you enough for joining us here. Uh, this is this is great, and I can't wait to hear your voice tomorrow night as the Bees get ready for the Reno Aces. Uh, get your tickets on SLBs.com and uh, go be a part of that uh, game tomorrow night. Fireworks will be included. Steve, thank you so much. And not to mention 85 degrees. Eric, Ajay, always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Appreciate thank you, Steve. you. All right.